Do you know that your current habits aren't great, but you feel like you just don't have enough willpower or discipline to fix them? Maybe you're staying up way too late every night or constantly eating junk food or doing any other kind of self-sabotaging behavior all while beating yourself up about needing to get your act together. Well, friend, in today's episode, I'm inviting you to put down the cudgel and stop beating yourself up because it's quite likely that the real reason you haven't been able to make positive changes has nothing to do with your lack of willpower or discipline. I'll share what the real problem is and what you can do about it. So stay tuned. Welcome to A Thriving Catholic Podcast, a show that's dedicated to helping Catholics live the extraordinary and abundant lives we were made for. I'm your host, Jessica Castillo. I'm a Catholic life and health coach, and it's my mission to bring you the best practices of body, mind, and soul each week and help you apply them in your daily life so that you can truly thrive. Welcome back to the show. So today we're talking all about willpower and discipline. Or are we? The thing is, a lot of people think that in order to develop better habits, to get more sleep, to exercise, to eat well, to stop yelling at their kids, or to develop any other kind of good habit or positive habit in their life, that they just need to have enough willpower and discipline to make the change. But in my experience as a coach, this is not what I've seen with my clients. And Honestly, what ends up happening when we start thinking that the problem or the reason we're not making any changes has to do with some fundamental character flaw or shortcoming that we have, such as a inherent lack of willpower or discipline, or we start to believe that we're just the kind of people who are naturally not very disciplined or we naturally don't have very much willpower, then we really notice that we start sabotaging ourselves. We're not making the positive changes that we could be making because we're so busy beating ourselves up and feeling stuck in guilt and shame. What I have noticed in recent months with more than one client is that there's something else at the root of all of this. A lot of My clients are very motivated, very driven people who know what they quote unquote should be doing or have done these things in the past and they're just not doing them now. So they come to me because they think, well, I just need someone to hold me accountable. I need a little bit more discipline. Obviously, I think there's a lot of value in working with a coach. Otherwise, I wouldn't do the work that I do. But what I end up helping a lot of my clients find is not so much that the problem was a lack of discipline or a lack of willpower or an inherent character flaw. For a lot of people, and myself included, this definitely happened with me, the problem is that you can't actually see the point of making these changes, or at least on some level, maybe even a subconscious level that you haven't acknowledged to yourself, your brain is still throwing up 
roadblocks like what's the point and why bother? So for instance, say you want to improve your diet, or at least you state that your goal is, I would like to clean up my diet. I'm eating so much sugar and so much junk food. And this is what you think you want to work on. Well, at some point, you're going to be standing in your pantry thinking, what's the point? Why bother? Nothing I do is going to matter anyway. I can't really make this change. Or what is what is the result really going to be? I might lose half a pound if I stop eating sugar and that doesn't feel like enough. So I am just, I'm just going to have these cookies. This isn't so much an issue of discipline or willpower. What this is an issue of is really belief. You have to increase your belief in a few different things. One You have to increase your belief in the fact that change is possible, that you can actually make these changes. That's the first thing you need to believe. The second thing that you need to increase your belief in is that there's a point, there's a reason, and there's a benefit to making these changes that outweighs the pain of actually doing the habits that are going to help you reach your goal. So what I mean by this is... You have to have a deep enough why for why changing these habits actually matters to you before you're going to do anything about it. Because to be honest, in the short term, it feels better to eat ice cream and to stay up late watching Netflix than it does to eat broccoli and go to bed early. So the only reason that you would actually choose to do this harder thing is because you can see, you can recognize that there's something to be gained from doing it, that it's going to actually help you in some way to accomplish something that's deeper and more important to you than the momentary pleasure that you get from engaging in bad habits, really. So one exercise that is often recommended to kind of uncover and find your deep why is to just continue asking yourself and why is that important until you get to what they call the why that makes you cry. So basically, if your goal, just sticking with healthy eating, if your goal was to eat healthy food and you started asking yourself, why is this important to me? And your answer was, I am tired all the time and I want to have more energy. And so you'd say, okay, that's why I want to eat healthy food. Well, why is that important? Well, when I'm tired, I'm mean to my husband and my kids and I think I'm hurting our relationship. And why is that important? Well, because I love my husband. I love my kids. They're the most important people in the world to me. And I don't want to drive them away. So you would just keep asking yourself, why is that important? Until you get to a deep enough reason why that you're actually willing to to make these changes. That's one thing. Now, the other issue I see, because I think it's a little multifaceted, the other issue I see is that you might not actually see the point 
point or the connection to your why. So let's just say that you have established a deep enough why. You've got the why that makes you cry. You have a very good motivation for why you want to make this positive change. But in the day-to-day, when you're actually faced with the temptation to have a donut for breakfast or to eat a veggie egg scramble, you've got to make that choice and you're kind of in that moment not able to see that connection to your why. You're probably not thinking about the long-term relationship with you and your kids when you're just in your kitchen trying to figure out or make a choice between a donut and eggs. So what you have to be able to do is connect your daily actions, those little micro habits that build up to this over this bigger goal of, you know, having a healthier body, having more energy, whatever your bigger goal is, you have to see the connection between those little mundane tasks and your deeper why. And so that might take a little bit of finagling. You that could be a little bit of mindset work to just figure out what thoughts you're going to have to think in the moment that are going to help connect you to your deeper why so that you're willing to do the harder thing. And then a final issue that I see, again, having nothing to do with willpower discipline, these are just the top things I see for why people aren't doing the things that they know they quote unquote should do. And this happens a lot with very driven people, very type A people. If you're a choleric personality type, this has probably happened to you. And that is just that you're bored. You're bored because you're not challenging yourself. I see this happen a lot, especially with stay-at-home moms or moms who formerly were in a professional career and then have come home to be with their kids or um, even moms that do work from home, but they're a little bit bored with the work that they're doing or moms that work outside the home and they're bored with work they're, they're doing. So I've seen this a lot. There's like a certain age in motherhood, I guess, or a stage of motherhood that this tends to be pretty common. And this happens when you've gotten to the point where you're not so much in everything's on fire and it's a crisis and things are kind of rolling along sort of smoothly. The house is mostly held together. The laundry is mostly getting done. Your kids are doing okay. They're Nothing's blowing up and nothing's super bad, but it's also just the day-to-day mundane, boring tasks that you're now doing all the time that this, I noticed this happens and this definitely happened with me. This was my experience where you just start getting bored. You don't have any real goals that you're pursuing And even if you did set a goal of, say, I would like to lose 10 pounds, it doesn't really matter to you. There's not a really good reason for you to do it. And so you're you're just at this point where you're not growing, you're not stretching, and you're not reaching for something that's a little bit difficult for you to obtain that also has a purpose or a point. 
So you need to have the motivation, but it also needs to be meaningful. It needs to be purposeful. And so the solution that I think is most helpful for women in this situation or men, I suppose stay-at-home dads could totally get into this rut as well, but this is a very common rut, is to actually start challenging yourself. (laughs) And so now I know some people listen and they think, well, wait a second, being a mom or a dad, this is challenging. I'm already challenged. I'm already doing the best I can. But if we were to actually take a step back and look and say, okay, are you really challenging yourself to step up your parenting game? Are you really challenging yourself to create systems in your house so that it runs more efficiently? Are you really challenging yourself to discern what God is asking you to do with your gifts and your talents and your resources at this stage in your life and then pursue that thing? Because I firmly believe that God has a mission for every single human person. If you're still alive right now, the reason that you're still alive is because God has something for you to do. There is a point to your life. Your life has meaning and it has purpose. But what happens to a lot of people is we get kind of in these comfortable ruts where we're just rolling along the daily tasks of our life and we're not really thinking what is that bigger task? What is that bigger purpose that God has for me? And that can be a very powerful motivator to do some of these habits like taking better care of yourself, getting better sleep, eating better, exercising, because you need to increase your capacity to actually be an instrument in the hands of the Lord. Because if you're sleep deprived all the time, if you have no energy because you've just been constantly eating sugar and now you're crashing, um, or if you've started drinking and now you're feeling the effects of too much alcohol, all of these things are going to keep you from being able to fulfill the mission that the Lord has for you at the level that you're really meant to fulfill it. If you are listening to all of this and you're thinking, well, that sounds great. It sounds awesome. I can believe that the Lord has a mission for me, but I still am kind of stuck in some of these bad habits. I just don't know that I can make these changes. I would love to invite you to join me in my free Missio Parada Linton Challenge. This is the second year that I'm running the Missio Parada Linton Challenge. So some of you might have participated last year, but I just want to tell you a little bit about what this challenge is and what it can do for you and how it can help you to get out of this rut. So first of all, Missio Parada is Latin for mission ready. And the whole point of Missio Parada is that God has created you on purpose and for a purpose. And because of that, that means that you actually do have a mission. Whether you believe it or not at this point, that's the truth. You're still alive because you have a mission. So the Missio Prada Linton Challenge is designed to help you have the capacity to accomplish 
this mission better. So it consists of disciplined diet and fasting, abstaining from sugar, alcohol, gluten, and dairy, getting enough deep restorative sleep every night. So we're going to be committing to spending seven to eight hours in bed each night. There's a component of daily movement. So committing to move your body every day for 30 minutes, whether that's all at one time or broken up, and a commitment to deep and powerful prayer. So praying the rosary and doing Lectio Divina every day. So this sounds like a lot, but there are a lot of components of this challenge that are designed to help you. So again, I know that this sounds hard and I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, it won't be easy, but I do know that you can do hard things. And here's what's included in the free challenge to kind of help you make this possible. We're going to be doing a pre-challenge training call. This is where I'm going to outline the exact protocol of the Missio Prada challenge, how everything's going to work, including what resources you'll have access to. And then we'll also do a weekly live training call and coaching with Q&A. So this is your opportunity for me to present a training, delve a little bit deeper into a particular aspect of the challenge and answer your questions and do some live coaching. So that's going to happen live every week of the challenge. There's also a private Facebook group where you can connect with me and the other members of the challenge. One cool aspect of the challenge is that there's a shared habit tracker, which is a Google sheet that helps to keep you motivated and accountable. You can update this in real time, but this is every challenge participant can update this tracker and participation in the habit tracker gets you entry into a grand prize drawing. So this is what's included in this free challenge. I believe that this can really help a lot of people to get that strength, to get that clarity that focus and that deeper union with God that you need to discern your mission if you haven't already or to fulfill your mission even better in the future. So you can sign up and join this free challenge at a thrivingcatholic.com forward slash Lent. And I do just want to remind anyone listening who did participate in last year's challenge that you do need to re-sign up for this year's challenge in order to make sure that you're getting all the information coming out about this challenge. So Lent is coming up February 14th, Valentine's Day. I will be doing the pre-challenge training call for Monsieur Parada on February 13th. So the day before Ash Wednesday, Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, we'll be doing the pre-challenge kickoff call. So if you have any questions about the challenge, you want to learn more about it, head over to a thrivingcatholic.com forward slash Lent to get started. Okay, that's it for me this week. If you are feeling stuck, if you are thinking that you are the problem because you don't have enough willpower or discipline, I would love for you to consider how you can increase your belief that change is possible, how you can increase your motivation to actually make changes by connecting with your deep why, by connecting your daily habits and tasks with your deeper why so you see the point of everything that you're doing, and also challenge yourself. Don't let yourself get bored. 
push yourself to see what you're really capable of. All right, friends, I'll be back next week with more content. Bye for now.